What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Knowledge Boner Podcast, Episode 9. It is Thursday. I'm your host, Dylan Starr, with my boy, Wally Wynn. And today we're going to be talking about um, the inbuilt limiters um, that people set for themselves if they start agencies. And I'm going to head it off to Wally and let him kind of lead this one today, guys. Absolutely. And nine, like German, like none. Is that, is that no or none? Nine, 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 nine. Yes, no. I don't know. Oh, no. Okay. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not only I got it. Hold on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, uh, so the agency type business, you know, a, a lot of problems we see with it. And this is kind of just, you know, from us from experience uh, and dealing with some of the clients that we've had and, you know, uh, you know, kind of sharing and, and being mentored by some people who have agency businesses. But um, one of the main things that happens in this kind of business specifically is, um, is basically you, you, you have an inbuilt limiter that you can't even see. And what I mean by that is, is you can only do so much work. So for example, like if you have 10 clients right now, right? Um, there's no way that you're going to add an 11th client if you're working by yourself or a 12th client or a 13th client and be able to manage all the work in a reasonable way and get all those people significant results. Right? So, at, at a certain point, you know, and, and it might be a different number for you, you might be able to handle 11 clients, you know, you might be able to handle 20 clients. But at some point, you're going to get to the point where you can, you literally cannot add any more clients to your repertoire, because you are physically capped out. You know, mm-hmm. you, you pretty much are a slave to your business at that point, right? And that and that's kind of like the, the inbuilt limiter of agency style businesses. So, so for example, what might happen to someone in this agency business, right, is that let's say they charge like $1,000 a month, you know, for their service. Okay, so now uh, per client, right? So now they pick up 10 clients. So now they're at 10K per month. Technically, that's a good number, right? But now they have 10 clients worth of work to do. And, and then typically in the agency style business, it's like, you know, social media marketing or even like messenger bots and that kind of stuff that we do now. Um, but, you know, think about doing social media management for 10 clients, each paying you $1,000 a month. And, and you're supposed to do it well, right? So, you know, you're doing hashtag, you're doing, you know, you're, you're curating the content correctly, you're right, you're, you know, using the right keywords, that kind of stuff. You think you can manage that by yourself at a high level and continue to, to bring in more clients? I highly doubt it, right? What yeah, do you think yeah, about definitely. that, Dylan? Right. No, no, definitely. I mean, you're going to hit a point where you, you can only do so much unless you're like just damn good at, at what you do. Um, I think it comes down to the point of whether you're an agency or business, if you're even ready to scale. So, you know, if you're, if you, if you have systems in place and you're handling that workload and you're content, I mean, 10, 10 clients at a thousand dollars a month, that's 10,000 a month. Um, you know, maybe, you know, you'll have some people that are just like, I'm content with that. Like I'm making 10 grand a month. Um, I'm able to oversee the work for my clients, like, you know, using automated softwares, um, so it's not really, you know, maybe they're only putting in five, five hours a week, which is, you know, pretty baller. Uh, at that point. But uh, if you want to go above that level and you are wanting to scale, um, you just kind of have to know what you want to scale to um, get into like kind of outsourcing, um, which I mean, we didn't really bring up the subject of outsourcing. Uh, if you are doing the work yourself, you could just have someone else do it. Um, you know, maybe you don't want to do all the stuff or you don't even know how to, and you just want to sell clients and, and outsource them. Um, you know, why don't you give them some kind of tips on that? If they're like, okay, they want to get past that limiter. Uh, they want to know, like, how, how can they outsource and how can they scale? How can I sell to above 11? Why don't you tell them what, what, what kind of routes they could take to do that? Yeah, there, there's definitely – there's a bunch of routes they can take there. So so to kind of get rid of that inbuilt limiter, obviously, yeah, but like, like Dylan said over here, you know, you can outsource. So, you know, you can hire other agencies 
you know, outsource the work to them, get, like, get them to oversee, manage your clients. You can, um, so you can use that, you know, you can use Fiverr or you can even make, you know, make a strategic partnership even where, where you can start, you know, maybe make a partnership with somebody who handles the piece of the business that you don't necessarily like to do as much for, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So that's one way you can do that, that outsourcing way. So through strategic partnership or, you know, getting like VAs and doing like the Fiverr thing. Right. Um, Another way is, is you can raise your prices. Right. So um, what what I mean by before you get to that, what's for those listening, what's Fiverr? What if they don't know what Fiverr is? uh, Fiverr. So Fiverr is, you know, basically a place where you can hire a bunch of freelancers. Uh, Typically like, you know, cheaper, cheap worker, you can hire somebody like a VA, which is a virtual assistant, you know, for like eight to 10 bucks an hour from India. And they'll do like a lot of crap for you. <laughs> you can even get like social media managers at, you know, relatively cheap prices, that kind of stuff. The only problem with Fiverr is, you know, sometimes you're not going to get, uh, you know, quality, right. You mm-hmm. might have to train somebody a little bit. Um, so if you, if you happen to run like a specialty type business, then obviously you might want to train up that person a little bit, but, you know, but if you continue to use them, then obviously you'll pay them. And if you train them up too, they'll be happy. So, uh, so definitely will recommend that there's also Upwork, uh, but Upwork, you, you can either, you can either find freelancers to help you, or you can even post, you know, your own, you know, for lead generation, that kind of stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that's really it for freelancers. So it's Upwork.com for those of you guys listening and Fiverr has two R's at the end. So it's F I V E R R.com. Uh, if you want to check those out and get some freelancers for cheap. So, yeah. okay. So the next thing you're saying, so next thing you said, just increase your price. Right. Right. So increasing your price. So meaning like, you know, if you're, if you're charging, you have 10 clients and you're charging them all a thousand dollars a month, there's a stuff. So you yeah. say, okay, now instead I'm going to charge $2,000 a month. Right. Um, so now either you can, you can say, Hey, you know, you can move all your clients up to $2,000 a month, or you can say, or you can outsource some of the work at the beginning and then say, okay, go to your clients and say, Hey, would you give me a referral? And then for all those referrals, you now charge $2,000 a month or maybe even $3,000 a month. So that's a good way to start scaling your business up is by increasing your price and outsourcing the work. Like combining those two together would definitely like, you know, help you with that pitfall for sure. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. So is there anything else to add to that or is that pretty much the biggest limiter? And you have any other limiters you can think of besides just kind of being tied into the work? No, I think that's really the main one. And, you know, the main thing is, you know, a lot of people you know, the, the reason that you want to do it is because, or, or I guess the reason that most people want to do it is because obviously you want to retire from your business. So meaning most business owners, like, you know, they end up being a slave to their business. So meaning, you know, you got to work. If you don't work, that thing doesn't run. Right. Right. And that, and that's kind of the, the point of outsourcing is that, you know, you, you maybe take a little less profit, but then, but then you gain back your time. And that's the most important thing as business owners. So the more time you gain back, the more you can focus on actually like building your business, which is, which is basically fundamentally what, what, what you need to do to scale. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it depends on the type of person too. Like, you know, maybe, maybe you have like an agency of doing something that you just absolutely love doing, right? Like you're just like, I, I can spend hours doing it. Like it doesn't matter. Like I can take on a bunch of clients. I don't mind doing the work. Like I'm just legitimately happy, uh, you know, doing it. You know, me and Wally, we get well together. Like we're two kind of different sides of the, sp- the spectrum, different, you know, two different personality types, um, you know, Wally likes doing the tech work. He loves sitting on the computer. Like he can do it for hours at a time. Me, I like sales. And when it comes to computer stuff, like I'm lazy as fuck. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm like, I, I, I hate the shit. <laughs> I get overwhelmed. Like I'm just definitely like a very lazy entrepreneur where it's just like, okay, like I just want to do sales. I don't want to have to worry about doing all this other bullshit. 
Um, but Wally, the dude's a beast. Like he can sit there forever, you know, love, loves what he does, loves doing tech stuff. So you really got to kind of find your space too and, and realize, you know, which, what do you enjoy doing? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that's, an, you know, very important for people to kind of establish. And, but I mean, there's definitely gonna be a point where, you know, Wally's gonna be like, all right, I'm ready to outsource it. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. no, absolutely. absolutely. That, that's, that's always the goal. Like I never, you know, obviously at, at first, you know, you, you, your goal is to make a lifestyle business, you know, that kind of like pays the bills, like covers you, you know, you're mostly happy, you make a little money, you know, you realize if you get, you know what I mean? Like, and they, they say that number is about 10 K a month. Mm-hmm. Like once you get to 10 K a month, that's like, that's like the first, that's like the first step. And then some people decide that they don't want to go further from there. That's not me. That's not me a hundred percent. I'm going way further than that. But, <laughs> but I just say that to say that most people do that, that do the lifestyle business first. And I think, uh, and I think that's a good, I think it's the best place to start, mm-hmm. you know, like, like solving your lifestyle first and then you can figure out, okay, like, am I comfortable here or, or do I want to scale forward? Yeah. And then, and then think it, then when you, when you decide to scale forward, that's when you need to start thinking about, okay, like, like is my business model the right kind of business model that'll help me scale or do I need to adjust? Right. And that's kind of the things we were talking about earlier. Mm. And I'm glad you brought up, I think, you know, what for tomorrow's podcast or so tomorrow's what Friday. Um, I think it's a good topic. We, we, I kind of want to talk about, um, being comfortable versus uncomfortable, you know, whether it's like, uh, you know, in your goals, um, whatever it is you're doing, the importance of it and just kind of, you know, what happens. I think that's a really good topic that we can kind of harp on, um, for tomorrow for those listening that if you guys want to, you want to hear about that and kind of know more about like what we're talking about, um, the importance of it, you know, let us know. We can use that as a topic. Definitely. Um, so yeah, if you do have an agency, I hope that was helpful guys. Um, I know it seems just kind of, you know, very broad and, you know, you may be, and, and for those of you that are listening, right. And, and maybe you're listening and you're like, you know what? I already knew that. Like, you're like, duh, like that makes sense. Like, you know, I see that, I see shit like that in webinars or, or stuff all the time. And, and, and I want to bring up something that, that a very successful person brought up, <laughs> which, which makes a lot of sense. Okay. A lot of us, whether it's losing weight, right. You know, diet and exercise, and we tell you like, oh, well, well how do I get in shape? Well, you got to go to the gym. You got to watch your calories. You got to exercise. You got to eat right. And then people be like, well, I already know that. Well, no shit. You didn't tell me anything that was new. I already know that. Yeah, but are you fucking doing it? Like you may know it, but you may not be doing it. You know, you know a lot of things that we don't do. So if you know anything that, that I'm saying or Wally's saying uh, in terms of outsourcing or, or helping, you may be listening. Well, okay, that makes sense. I already knew that. Well, I have a question for you. If you knew it, are you already doing it? So, you know, definitely take whatever you're saying, you know, learn it and, and apply it. But, you know, if, if, if you're ever taking information, you're kind of seeing it as a negative, like, oh, I'm not getting any real value. Like, I already know this shit. Then, I mean, guys, if you're going to be negative, you're not going to ever apply anything. You're not going to learn. So, um, you know, you know, Wally, thank you for sharing that with everybody. Um, I think that, that we pretty much hit the nail on the head with that. Um, you know, do you, do you think anything, anything else we should add, add to that? No, I think we're good. I think, uh, you know, most of the time I can't tell you how many, how much crap, like I'm one of those people that has like, like, I don't mean this like pretentiously or like to brag, but you know, like I have high IQ, like, you know, I actually graduated college, went to master's school, all that stuff. Right. So, so I did the school thing. And so I totally get it from the standpoint of like, I know a lot of stuff, but, Mm -hmm. but definitely like taking action was like, was something that, that took a little while to like, to like really click, you know what I mean? Uh Oh yeah, definitely. You got, of course, the, of 
course, the fucking Asian dude finishes school and goes for his master's and surprised you don't have a PhD. What kind of, well, like, I asked, what kind of Asian doesn't have a PhD? I want to know. Like, it just well, doesn't add up. It's, it's funny, you know, that my parents, you know, that my friends used to always make this joke and my parents even used to say, you know, you doctor yet? <laughs> it's like um well i could have been by now but i decided not to so <laughs> <laughs> yeah well plus we already know you're you're miserable in a hospital setting so i don't think that'd be very the right career career field for you no i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> well all right guys well hey guys thank you so much for tuning in um you know that's that should be it for today's episode uh tomorrow we can talk about you know being uncomfortable um comfort versus uncomfort um you know tomorrow's friday so definitely be tuned in and we will uh kind of rant about that you know we we've been kind of sticking to a theme and i think we, we like to rant about things on friday so i think that'd be a really good rant for us and um all right guys we'll see you guys tomorrow hope you guys have a wonderful thursday